Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hi, everybody. We are here to talk about one of our very favorite series in the whole world. And before we jump into that, I am Casey and I am joined here by Cammie. Say hello. Hello and welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. And Jess. Hey everybody. Guys, we are going to be delivering you a podcast. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> we are so excited to talk about the one and only sign seal delivered movie and episodes. That's right. We are going to be recapping every single episode and every single movie. Not in this one podcast. <laughs> oh You're no. Breaking it up. <laughs> Unless you yeah. want a 20 hour or 20 plus hour podcast to listen to (laughs) we'll be breaking it up (laughs) week by week so postables get your earbuds we are coming for you yes (laughs) buckle up everybody because here we go in the mail truck (laughs) grab your yoohoo grab your kombucha settle it (laughs) you know i actually bought some kombucha tonight (laughs) kombucha 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 now, for those of you who have never seen Sign Seal Delivered, I need you oh, guys. You've never lived. You, you are missing out. Now, Cammie, why don't you start off in telling us, how did you discover Sign Seal Delivered? It was a total freak accident. It was a complete freak accident. I was on Hallmark Channel, and, uh, and I just switched over to it, and it was playing, uh, I, I'm... I think it was from Paris with love. It was, it was not, it was one of the earlier movies. So I'm, I'm pretty sure it was uh, from Paris with love because it had the flashbacks. Mm. And so I was like, Oh, okay. There's something kind of going on between that guy and the blonde. And, uh, (laughs) and and I had seen, I had seen, Oh, what's the name of it? Uh, the Eric Mabius movie where he plays the nerd. How to fall oh, in how love. To love. Yes, I love that one. How to fall in love. Yes, um, I I saw that, and so I saw him in Sign Seal Delivered when I when I was uh, kind of cruising through channels. I went, oh, it's it's the How to Fall in Love guy. Yeah, I'll watch this because that was the first time I'd ever seen him. I've never seen Ugly Betty. I've never seen anything else that he's been in. And so I was like, okay, yeah, I really liked him in that. I'll, I'll give it a shot. And I did. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. <laughs> and I still remember having watched several of the movies. I, I didn't know that there had been a series. Mm-hmm. And I said, I've got to see where this is. 
I have to see where this all began. And so I was painstakingly looking for a pilot movie. I'm like, where's the first movie? Where's the first movie? And I finally found it on Amazon. And I just kind of did, oh, I've seen it all now. Yay. <laughs> and then so, I found out there was a series. So when you discovered Sign Sealed, uh, the, I'm assuming that pa- Paris with Love was the only movie, like they had only filmed up until that point or no, had they filmed all the other I, ones? I don't know. They hadn't filmed all the other ones, but there, gotcha. there was probably, I, I'm not sure, but there was probably two, maybe three movies out by that time. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't okay. think it was new. Gotcha. But, uh, but yeah, that's, that's how I found it. I think it was in the middle of the afternoon too. So <laughs> oh, so it, random. <laughs> yeah. It was completely that's what I'm telling you. It, was it wasn't divine delivery. Ra- I was gonna <laughs> say that. <laughs> the divine delivery method, I'm telling you. <laughs> Signs still deliver or it, it finds you. That's, it found that's me. True. It found it you. It totally yeah. found mm-hmm. me. <laughs> so what about you, Jess? Uh, I found it for the first time last year, actually, and I had the subscription to Hallmark Movies Now, and I had been seeing them add, like, each movie. They had just, like, been starting to add each each one um, every couple of weeks or whatever, and so I had been seeing them continually pop up, and I'm like, Science Still Delivered, okay, and I was, like, watching other things, and then I'd see another one, Science Still Delivered, okay, and eventually I clicked on it, and I'm, like, reading the synopsis, and I'm like, Postal detectives. I don't know. It sounds kind of weird. Um, <laughs> but then one day I got really bored. I'm like, you know what? Let's just give this a give this a shot. And the rest is history. I was hooked from the first one, and I binged them all within like 24 hours, <laughs> like 24, 48 hours. I pull like an all nighter. I just went for it. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> and they were all out at that point, except for they hadn't added to the altar yet. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. So I discovered that's the best one in my oh. personal opinion. That's that's the best <laughs> one that they have made. Anyway, moving on. We'll yeah. get to that much, much, much later. <laughs> so I discovered Sign Still Delivered because I was very, very sad. Um, my other favorite series on Hallmark had just killed off my favorite character's husband, uh, aka Jack Warren. <laughs> there if you're still really sad about Jack dying head on over to science field delivery <laughs> so what had happened was I was very invested very invested in when calls the heart no no Season I don't believe five. that for a second <laughs> finale hits and I am just devastated and I'm like what oh. I don't even know if I'm gonna finish watching this series because I'm so sad right now how could they do this I need something to find like I need something else to watch and I remembered my cousin Several years ago, she, we were talking about When Calls Her Heart. And she's like, oh, you know what? If you like When Calls Her Heart, you would love Signs Still Delivered. And I was like, okay. And then I just moved about my merry way because I, never, I, I would never catch it on TV. And then I would kind of forget about it. So I tweeted something about like, I think I'm going to start watching Signs Still Delivered. Should I? And I hashtagged <laughs> the postables and all of a sudden, Boom. Twitter was <laughs> blowing 
up. Yes. Everybody was saying, yes, do it, do it, do it. And like Kristen Booth repo- like retweeted my thing, my, my, oh. my post. And I was like, okay, who is this chick? Because she's got the blue check mark thing. And I'm like, oh snap, she's like the lead. So I better watch this. Um, <laughs> so I did. And I too found them on the Hallmark Movies Now app. And I think they only had the pilot and the series out at that time. And like Jess, I binged it in like two days. I was going to, you know, slowly do, you know, one at a time because when I discovered One Calls the Heart, I also binged watched the first two seasons on Netflix in like three days. And then I was like, oh my goodness, I, I need more. Um, so next time I find a series, I'm going to seriously set myself to watch one episode a day. So it lasts a little longer. Yeah. (laughs) Quit kidding yourself. It's not going to (laughs) happen. But that is how I found Sidesel Delivered. Y'all can thank Jack Thornton for dying. (laughs) Dang it, Casey. I just calmed down. (laughs) We're all in hysterics here. Alrighty. So my next question is, before we dive into the pilot movie, in one quick sentence phrase, convince somebody to watch a series. Why should somebody watch Sign Sealed? That's on you the first. spot here. Yeah. <laughs> Three words. First. Three words. Yeah, yeah. Three, how would you oh. describe? How would you describe the series? Maybe that's easier. Like <laughs> three words. Three the words. first thing. Are the first kidding? thing that popped into my head was license to deliver. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that your final answer? For the moment, because that's all that's in my head. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm literally, it's like literally the hashtags are just flooding my mind. Like, I love us and all that stuff. Um, Trust the timing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. No, hold on. Hold on. Interwoven. Yes. The, the storylines mm-hmm. are so. Um, okay. So I would, I would say clever interwoven and heartfelt yeah Mm -hmm. there we go yeah i had heart i had heartwarming okay that works um witty yes clever yep (laughs) and charming oh I like it. so that that is a good word mm-hmm. that is a very mm-hmm. good word for this series it is so oh it's yes. so charming <laughs> all right jess come on give it up okay okay hang on i got this <laughs> it's hard to narrow <laughs> it down to three words she's sweating um, casey <laughs> <laughs> okay first thing providence um, uh, all the, the faith themes, intricate, kind of like you said, all the, the stories that weave together. And I'm going to say family, because not only is the postables themselves like a family, but we as viewers become a family through watching it. For those who are just listening and not 
don't have the, the visual. I'm actually wearing my, my postable shirt. Ah, you have your postable Yay! shirt on. <laughs> postable shirt. I got a, a little um, owl nearby. Aww. You got an owl. <laughs> so, you know, you gear up because you're, you're a family and that's, that's really what it is. You know, I, I just have to chime in here really quick about what you said about the faith themes, because I love the faith themes. There, it, there aren't enough of them mm -hmm. on TV today, but the thing that I love most about the way that Martha Williams has written them is they're not pushy. Mm -hmm. Yes. They're, they're faith themes, they're God-based, and but they are not pushy or preachy because oh, yeah. I have watched some Christian movies and I've had to turn them off mm -hmm. halfway through because number one, the acting was terrible <laughs> and I just couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> I was like, people, I studied acting. I can't do this anymore. But it was just so preachy. It mm -hmm. was so preachy mm -hmm. and so pushy. Like if you're not of the Christian faith, then shame on you I was like no oh that no I can't take that and mm -hmm. this is so beautifully written because it inter it interweaves the faith straight into the themes it inter it interchanges the faith into the themes but it's not pushy mm -hmm. So those who want to take it as faith mm -hmm. can, and those who just want to enjoy it can. It's just, it's yeah. brilliant the way mm -hmm. it's written. Yeah, I agree 100%. And the thing about um, Oliver's character, and we'll get into it in a minute, is that because he doesn't preach, you see his character as someone who is of a faith, you know? Mm -hmm. yes. And so you kind of just see him in a, daily life setting acting out it. on his faith need, yeah he doesn't, he doesn't need to preach uh, it yeah right. he doesn't need to preach it um we have a we have a saying in my faith is um spread spread the gospel and when necessary use words mm -hmm. you you don't have to use words all the time mm -hmm. to set the example and to show people that you are a person of faith it's yeah yeah, yeah, absolutely. Eric Mavius is genius at doing that. And yeah. then Martha with the writing is amazing. Fantastic. Okay, we probably better talk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we need to actually talk about the movie. Yes. That, let's... That's enough exposition. <laughs> yes. All right, let's let's dive into the movie The Pilot. What do you guys want to give your initial reactions or would you guys like to just dive right in? Let's dive in. Yeah, let's like, dive in. But Let's I want to, but I want to say the kid logic of mailing the letter, the kid at the very beginning says, can I mail this letter? And the mom says, yeah, whatever. And his idea of mailing the letter is taking his gum and sticking the letter to the balloons and letting it fly. How on earth does that equate mailing a letter? <laughs> kid logic. You know? Yes. <laughs> So we open Science Seal Delivered the Pilot um, with this letter that was written by a girl, a random girl getting into a taxi cab who is um, basically poor. She's, she has poured out her heart. We don't know the story, but we do know she has this very important letter that she wants to mail um, and it gets lost. 
And then it jumps to a year later where we find two people, um, a male and a female. We don't know their names. We don't know anything about them, but they are standing at a coffee cart. We just know one of them is wearing a very weird hat. <laughs> yes. And he looks like, I don't know, a government. Something straight out of the 50s. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, who cannot order coffee for the life of him. Um, I'm with you, Oliver. I can't order it either because I don't drink it. So yeah. <laughs> I'd be completely lost trying to order a coffee. <laughs> so this poor man's trying to order a coffee, a steamboat, a, what is it? Steamboat Americano. Americano. Steamboat, yeah, an Aspen. Oh, Americano, yes. Etc. The lady behind him, she's blonde, she's cute, is basically <laughs> very impatient because she's about to be late to her job, her new job. And offers to pay for the coffee. And nothing's thought of it until we skip to the next scene. And lo and behold, they meet there again. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think about the first, the first couple scenes with um, what we now know as Shane McInerney, who is the, she has, um, she's the technical consultant who is supposed to be going to double, a direct line operations, but has been accidentally moved to the dead letter office. He's obviously very techie, and Oliver is obviously not. not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we first get a real, very clear sense that they're very two, two very different people, and I love that they kind of get that nice banter going, kind of from the get go. Um, especially like when he, they see each other again. Um, they have that little line about theoretically yeah. from back at the I coffee wrote cart. That down. Yeah. I wrote <laughs> when uh, they saw the the bloggers or whoever people on their phone and laptop, and they're like, "Are they paid?" Well, theoretically, <laughs> or they have jobs or something. Yeah. Do they actually have jobs? Well, theoretically. theoretically. Yeah. And then you two know each other theoretically. <laughs> and I kind I had to laugh when she called him Mr. Steamboat. Yeah. <laughs> I thought when I saw that, I thought she was going to call him Mr. Steamy. And I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> and then she said Steamboat. And I was like, oh, okay. The coffee thing. I gotcha. <laughs> but go ahead. Oh, okay. I, I really think that it established their characters really well. You know, you immediately see that Oliver is a man of words he really, uh, you see that he's very formal and he's stuck in the 20th century. And, uh, and then you see Little Miss rushed and, uh, you know, just always in a hurry on the phone. And, Excuse me, can I just, while you're reminiscing, can I make my order? I'll even pay for your coffee. I just, I'm late for my new job. She just, and he's the complete opposite. He takes his time. It's a journey. And that's one thing he said he says later is this is a this is a journey. And you realize that even if it's subconsciously, you realize that that's the way he feels in the first five minutes that you see him. I mean, just the first thing that you hear him say in the narrative, sometimes I wonder, who mailed the first letter? Mm. I mean, who does that? <laughs> who does that except somebody who is very philosophical? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. 
Yeah. It's so funny because, I mean, I've seen this movie a million times by now, but this time, you know, at first glance, you see Shane and Oliver as very different, but throughout the movie, you actually realize how similar they are in the fact that they're both so smart. I mean, Oliver, he's quoting Shakespeare and then Shane is quoting it back to him and you'll catch those little references and I, I don't quote Shakespeare in my daily life. I mean, <laughs> y'all, what's no. wrong with you? <laughs> a rose by any other name may sound as sweet. Won't sound uh, as sweet. You did it wrong. See? You did ah, it see? wrong. Uh, <laughs> this is why I am not philosophical. <laughs> yeah, careful. You got a theater major in the mix here. Yeah. <laughs> So we're not just introduced to Shane and Oliver. We're also introduced to Oliver's employees, team. team. What do yeah. you want to call them? Teammates? Team. Um, we have Norman and dear sweet, sweet Rita. Oh, clueless Norman and darling Rita. <laughs> Rita has the memory of like none of none other yes she's got a photographic memory and norman can be a contestant on jeopardy because he just spouts out these random quotes (laughs) at the most inappropriate times but bless him bless him And I, I think for me, when I first was drawn into the series, because usually when I'm in, when I'm watching a new movie for the first time, it's the first 20 minutes that are make or break for me. Yeah. And I think just with the character dynamics of Shane being very techie, very, you know, rush, 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 21st century, you have Oliver, who's very philosophical. He's very, you know, wordy, um, old fashioned, if you will. Then you have Rita, who's this dear, sweet, innocent girl who is quirky, quirky, yes. and very in love and very innocent, mm-hmm. if you will. And then there's Norman, who is this quirky as ever guy, <laughs> <laughs> very clueless, very. I don't know. I think the best word is quirky for for him mm-hmm. in this in this season or this yep. movie. Um. And I just love how all the different characters bring such a unique dynamic that I've not seen before in television. Yeah, I was just thinking that exact same thing. They're not your typical characters. Shane might be the most, like, that kind of common type of character you would normally see in a show, but the other Mm -hmm. ones are very unique. They are quirky, as you said, but it still works. Mm -hmm. Um, They still have that great dynamic that that really does work and why we still enjoy, even though they're not our usual cookie-cutter characters. Yeah. Well, and you see them moving through the office like a well-oiled machine. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're tossing each other stuff and catching it and putting it where it needs to go. And uh, uh, P.E.R. Antique Stores, Norman, and he gets down the exact <laughs> right book from that huge stack. Here it is, Antique Stores owned by Perkins. Okay, uh, Rita, print off the uh, address label. Whoop! And, and it goes. And <laughs> faster than Shane what? can Google it. <laughs> yeah, faster than Shane can Google it. Just, hey, what, what, what just happened? You know, <laughs> they, they are a well-oiled machine. Mm-hmm. And for them, for it's, it's amazing enough for two people to have chemistry, whether it's romantic or not, just for people to have seen chemistry, it's 
amazing for two people to have it. But when you have mm -hmm. four people, or in this case, it's three, kind of the three musketeers with Shane outside looking in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, help me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but so when you can get three people and then later on four to have that kind of seamless chemistry, that doesn't happen. Yeah. You know, that doesn't happen because in so many other shows, you have six to eight characters that remain the same. But for these guys, it's the four of them. Everybody mm -hmm. else pretty much changes every movie. Mm -hmm. And so it's the four of them. They are the core. Yeah. And then, you know, later on you get parents who stick around, but still just, they, they drive the movie. And if they don't work, nothing works right. and they work, you know, <laughs> 100%. I mean, oh, yeah. 20 Definitely. episodes slash movies later, it, it works mm -hmm. like a charm. And we're still uh, begging them for more. <laughs> I know. So let's get into the real meat and potatoes here of the series. Oh. It's the letters. Oh. Um, so Signed, Sealed, oh. Delivered is, we go through a story in if that we are discovering the writers and the writees of these letters that come through the dead letter office. Um, we see that Oliver is of the impression that we don't find the letters, they find us. So in he reaches into his basket and pulls out this pink envelope that looks very familiar that may or may not have floated from a balloon into the unknowns. Um, and they go to read it. And it's a letter from a girl named Kelly from Washington Park to somebody named Charlie. And as we read the letter, as we go on through the story, we discover that Kelly is pouring out her heart. And I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie Serendipity. Mm -mm. from like the 90s late 90s I, early I've seen 2000s. I've seen bits and pieces of it but I've never seen the entire thing all the way through so okay it's it's really good it's this it's a very similar concept in the fact that these two people meet they don't exchange last names and then they're like supposed to be destined to find each other later I, I saw be. the beginning and I thought it was stupid <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so good I was like how could you sabotage you yourselves like that come on <laughs> If you don't push the same elevator button, you're not meant to be together. Come on. <laughs> Give the relationship a chance. <laughs> I mean, here at least Kelly and Charlie exchanged first names, you know. <laughs> and they spend the entire day together. Yes, they do. Oh, um, such a beautiful day, too. So, uh, with Kelly and so with the letters, Oliver is very much. We only read up until when we can find something out about the writer to detect. Or the writee. Or the, yes, the writee. <laughs> the writee. <laughs> so that we can properly deliver to them and we will not pursue this any further. Um, and Shane breaks protocol. That is so funny. When he stops, oh, yes, we have an address. And Shane goes, what are you doing? What are you doing? Keep going. <laughs> what about Kelly? Did, she, did he just leave her there? You know, 
I mean, we all, I mean, Shane is such a feeler. Like she jumps right into that love story and Oliver is such a thinker and he's such a skeptic. He's like, they are not in love lady. What are you talking about? And she's there like, is everything nothing. says they're in love. <laughs> there is nothing here to indicate that they are falling in love. Everything indicates that they're falling in love. <laughs> and this is so funny to me watching it back because we'll see several movies into this that this exact scene happens again, yeah, but I was it flip flops. But we'll come to that in a few weeks. Later, stay tuned. Yeah, later. <laughs> um. So Kelly and Charlie, they spend all day together. We see that they're on this date. We know that something is very wrong with Kelly. There's some. There's something that she's not telling us. We don't know what it is. Um, and Charlie just kind of disappears, ish. Like, we don't know what happens to him. So, what do our postable friends do? Of course, Shane breaks protocol, steals the letter. Pushes the envelope. <laughs> pushes the envelope, yes. <laughs> okay, how did Oliver know? How did Oliver know that she had it in her purse? He just completely, I mean, talk about protocol. A man does not reach into a woman's purse. Shame um, on him. He, he calls himself a gentleman. You know, but, <laughs> but he reaches in her purse and boom, pulls it out. It's like, how the heck did he know? I see. I think because she, he had it in his little letter thing, he's very particular. I don't want to say OCD, but he's very particular. He is OCD sometimes. He, he, he <laughs> so. can be very. And um, I think he noticed that it was missing. And who else would take mm -hmm. it? It was okay. Shane. Because yeah. we do see in but other he, movies he that he, he noticed. into the right pocket and everything. You know? yeah, that's a little, mm, I don't know about that, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> like I said. <laughs> so we discover that Charlie... Um, Charlie wants to swing across the bank. Uh, he's just, he has quit his job at this high in lawyer's office. That's when he's met Kelly. They go on this date in Washington Park. They ride bikes. They eat salmon sandwiches with cream cheese. Okay, who puts, <laughs> who puts onions and salmon on bagels? That's and what capers, I want to know. Oh, capers. Uh, there was that and yeah it was very strange <laughs> i guess that's like a bagel and locks thing but i don't well, know also casey we have to talk about how we have to talk about how kelly and charlie met in the elevator and how she totally gave him the laugh of a lifetime <laughs> oh yes you could go ahead and found on that one okay so charlie is a humdrum errand boy at this highfalutin law office and uh kelly even says uh when the guys step off of the elevator you really work for that jerk uh-huh and three more just like him <laughs> but so so the so he's standing in the elevator with this huge pile of donuts and coffee so he's obviously a gopher and uh kelly gets in the elevator and then later a couple floors later the bosses get in like charlie is that you yes sir did you get my donuts yes sir and my coffee the good kind not that yucky stuff you got last time yes sir you know just blah 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 and then oh and charlie the new vp's coming so 
you know, I hear she likes her donuts, so she's probably a pig. And then Kelly, without even missing a beat, because the whole time that he's talking very demeaningly mm-hmm. to Charlie, you can see her just rolling her eyes and getting more and more frustrated mm-hmm. that somebody would actually talk to somebody else like this. And so she, without even missing a beat, she says, actually, I prefer bagels. I can buy my own, right, Charlie? And the doors close, and the guy just goes, and the elevator doors close, and the two of them just burst out laughing, which is awesome. Can I just say really quick, these two had such amazing chemistry, and the way that they played it, Ben Hollingsworth plays the boy next door, best friend, so well, Mm -hmm. so well. And he does Mm -hmm. it in so many Hallmark movies. And, you know, that huge hiatus that he took between whatever the last one was and God Wink Christmas. I was like, that's too long, Ben. We we needed you. We needed you more. (laughs) But at least he came back for God Wink Christmas. Anyway, so they had this incredible incredible chemistry where you could, they had just the right amount of attraction mm-hmm. for two people who had met that day, mm-hmm. but the attraction was obviously instant. And he, you, you know, he said his little one-liners every once in a while to just show how interested he was and how attracted he was to her, but he also did it very playfully. You know, it just, oh, it, oh, they were so good. (laughs) They were so cute. I think my favorite line in the elevator was when he was like, so you're the new VP? And she's like, do I look like the new VP? No. (laughs) She's wearing like a sundress. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. A cardigan. (laughs) Do I look like the new VP? No, you look beautiful. (laughs) Oh. I mean. (laughs) Oh. These two. Yeah, it it was interesting, like, how they were very open with each other from the get-go, like, with that attraction. And so my question is, do you think that's because they kind of made that pact, like, it's only going to be for the day, we're only going to do, like, first names, and that allowed them to be more open with each other, more... Oh, totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I don't... I I think Charlie would have done it either way. Oh, yeah. But I think Kelly kind of gave herself permission to be more open mm-hmm. because it was supposed to only be a day yeah 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 because they just like went for it they're like let's do this and had the perfect day and yeah it's great yeah, yeah but we could get married <laughs> tempting but i don't marry, don't marry on, on the first, first day <laughs> and he's and he says good point you know i mean that's what i mean he is obviously falling in love with her and obviously very interested in her mm-hmm. so he says he blurts out we could get married but then she says ah tempting but i don't marry on the first date hmm, good point you know he just he pulls it off he pulls off the playfulness yet the driving forward very very well Mm -hmm. it's yeah yeah it would be fun to see those two reunite oh yeah oh man yes so the other things we find out about kelly and charlie um so as they are in the park he swings across the river and he runs into somebody 
Now, something um, he's been scared to do. Yes. He, he wouldn't, he wouldn't swing across the, mm -hmm. the creek on the rope. And right. he finally did it because she encouraged him. Mm -hmm. Sorry, go on. Oh, no, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> and we discover that they are going to go donate blood, but then he realizes that his wallet is missing. So at this point, I think it was pretty obvious that the jogger stole the wallet. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't for y'all. It was for me. I just didn't know where this was going. I, I it wasn't. It it wasn't until later when his wallet mm -hmm. was found. We'll get to that in a second. Mm -hmm. It it wasn't until then that I that I realized that there had been something off with the jogger. But when I but when he said I lost my wallet, I had. Uh, it made perfect sense to me that it would have fallen out when he oh, when rammed he, into when he, the when he yeah. rammed into the jogger, yeah. Or even when he was swinging across, it could have easily. I know it could have easily fallen out. <laughs> yeah, that's why I think that he should have said, "Here, hold my wallet." You don't swing across a <laughs> bank with a wallet in just your pocket; it could fall out so yeah. easily. <laughs> or being spontaneous, he didn't think about that. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> And then the other clue, too, is the fact that the blood bank only happens once a year. That was another clue for me, that something big was going to happen. Um, but the fun thing about this episode is these tiny little hints, you're kind of picking it up like, okay, the jogger probably has something to do with this somehow. The fact that the, they mentioned that the blood bank only happens once a year also has something to do with this. Um, and so for me, I was picking up these little clues, but my mind was like, I, I, I can't predict anything. Like usually a Hallmark movie yeah. or a Hallmark series, I can usually predict what's going to happen. Right. Like there's the formula, there's the formula it happens. But with this yeah. series, I was like, oh my goodness, what's Completely wrong with Kelly? Loss. Why are we mentioning the blood bank once a year? Why does it only happen once a year at the park? <laughs> Why is there a jogger? What is happening? Like I could not piece it together. But you know who did post uh, piece everything together? The Postables. They sure did. Well, um, they don't have the name yet. But yeah, the don't have the name. But the four of our dear friends in the post office. So they. Um, so what happens next? They find where Charlie's lives because of the blue door. As Shane is swinging, she sees the blue door. They decide, and Oliver says, okay, great. We have an address. We're going to mail it. <laughs> what? <laughs> but that's not good enough for Shane. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> what if so it doesn't get delivered in time? <laughs> because they have a date to keep because the, the, the letter is a year old. And she said, let's meet a year from now. And if you still want me, then I'll be there, which can I just say, I love the cinematography as it goes back and forth between the date and the four of them at the park. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. you see Kelly on the swing with Charlie pushing her. And I just love that, like, you're breaking the rules. Yeah, well, you're breaking my heart. Like, oh, oh. how does she keep resisting this guy? <laughs> he's adorable. And then he says things like that, you know. <laughs> And right, be right before that, he says, I don't think I could do anything without you, Kelly. And he kisses her. 
<laughs> and it's not the last five seconds, which I love. I love it. I love it. I love it. Anyway, okay, moving on. <laughs> so, but just it's Kelly on the swing with Charlie pushing her. And then all of a sudden it's Shane on the swing looking for the blue gate and the and the mm -hmm. flag with Oliver pushing her. It, it's just, it is great cinematography and yeah. awesome angles and shots. It was a very seamless transition. Mm -hmm. Like it was just- Yes, very game. seamless. That's a yes. good word for it. Yes. So they mail the letter much to Shane's chagrin. She's begging. She's begging, Oliver, Oliver, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and up the chute. <laughs> there it goes. And poor Shane. Poor, poor Shane. And this is also, so throughout this, you know, with the interweaving of the present and the past, um, we also discover that Rita has a special surprise for <laughs> Shane. Oh, which is a dead word. letter <laughs> and it's during this scene that we find out that rita has mailed the dead letter to shane to the dead letter office <laughs> instead of just handing it to instead her instead of just handing it to her oliver has you know sent the letter of the charlie letter off and shane has just had enough so. Norman's in the corner being weird. So. Yeah. <laughs> Bringing up random stuff about like, I don't know, apes or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Isn't that around when she says you people are crazy? Yeah. yeah. Well, she quits. She self-terminates and leaves. And not for the, not for the first, or it is the first time. It's not for the last yeah. time though. Not it, for the last it, time. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. <laughs> so this is, th okay, this, this part made me crack up because Oh, okay. Shane, um, so Shane leaves and Oliver, who, we, you can't figure these two out. Like, are they in love with each other? Are they like, they just have really good chemistry, trying to figure all that out. Um, but Oliver watches her leave. Shane, come back, Shane. <laughs> that line. <laughs> There's that line Which again. is a 1950s movie. It is very old. I don't know, you know, I mean, of well, all the movies to pick to reference. Like, yeah. okay, can you yeah. pick anything more obscure? But whatever. <laughs> well, he uses his 13 weeks and six days, like, since he has all that uh, PTO time built up, and he uses <laughs> a few minutes to go after Shane. And for me, I just love this because it shows just there's some kind, there's a connection between the two. Like mm -hmm. I said earlier, they are so different. You don't know what kind, but, but there, there is, is a connection. There is a connection. It's very, I, I don't want to use the word strange, but it is strange because they're it so is. opposite. Right. And, and they've, they've just met. I mean, they don't really just, know yeah. each other that long to where you kind of get those feelings about one another and that intuition. Right. Yeah. Well, so, and at this point, Oliver's a married man. That's oh, true. we don't know that, though. Right. Well, yes. we're talking about that because yes. you see the ring, yes. but if you're not looking ring. for it. Not explicitly. We've been told it with words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we, long story short, we find out that Charlie's in jail. So Shane is, again, pushing the envelope and by confiscating the letter. <laughs> yes, confiscating the letter. She intercepts at the 
Point of delivery. Of delivery. <laughs> Points of delivery. <laughs> High five, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and Oliver is watching all of this because he knows that she has gone to see the letter delivered, to see Charlie's face. And he factored in not... 10 minutes of aimless wandering. I love that. <laughs> Seriously, he totally calculated everything in his head. And brought her a coffee. Yes. The right kind. Yes. Her Aspen skinny vanilla latte. Or... Yeah, <laughs> Since yep. the oh, DLO coffee is swill. Yes. <laughs> So Shane has now taken it upon herself to rescue Charlie from jail. Um, yeah, we're like halfway, we are 50 minutes in and we are like halfway done with this movie. <laughs> no, 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 we can do this. We can do yes. this. We're good. We, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they find the lawyer, uh, Jerry Polkovich. Oh, he was a character <laughs> who was I on guess. a dating website called Plenty that of Fish. That is putting it very, very nicely. <laughs> and he also orders his meat on the internet. <laughs> no, through the mail. Oh, through the mail. Well, yeah. Yes. <laughs> through the mail. Um, so. What's wrong with English? Is, um, he's, yeah, the guy's he's, a dork. He's I, just a, I just want to know how he became a lawyer. <laughs> because community college <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean charlie must have been really hard up to hire a yeah. public defender like that speaking of hard up did you notice his eyes when he was talking to shane and oliver in prison i think he got beaten up because his oh. eyes look a little swollen and slightly disfigured and it's very very subtle but i think it's showing that he's being beaten on in the jail and that he's just i mean anybody would be miserable in jail mm -hmm. but i think that 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 they are showing very very subtly that mm -hmm. this has been a horrible experience for him because he's been falsely accused he can't find the woman he loves and he knows that she would come forward if she knew that something was happening mm -hmm. to him and then he's getting beaten up who knows how much yeah. in in the jail and you know and then he says oh finally you're here are you from the what what did he say are you from the attorney's office actually we're with the u.s mail oh really <laughs> <laughs> just when i thought i had some hope <laughs> oh poor charlie so charlie was accused of murdering a baker a, a baker who won baker. the lottery oh yes um so shane and oliver deliver they break they break rules which is surprising for oliver but shane has really got him convinced he's got a way <laughs> he's got a way about her oh we got a don't, photo bomb <laughs> don't know what it is if you're uh, not if you're only listening and not watching my cat is photobombing us right now His, whose name happens to be oliver so he belongs on the podcast. Yes, he does. He does. Sweet, <laughs> sweet Oliver. Um, so they deliver the letter to Charlie. They find out the whole story with Charlie and Kelly. Shane puts it together that maybe she could figure out what Kelly was sick with based on where she, you know, stepped off on the elevator the day that Charlie met her. 
um, with Shane's Googling, she finds out that Kelly had Hodgkin's lymphoma, was doing a test, and unfortunately, from the test of that day, there were no survivors. And didn't y'all's hearts just break for little Charlie? Oh my gosh. Tear it out, throw it in a blender, press crush, and then (laughs) dump it on the ground. I just, oh... And I, he done my, this so well, Ben Hollingsworth. Oh, like I thought he was going to start crying right there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh my word! Just, once again, he plays those characters so dang well. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. And speaking of even worse news, we also find out that the dead letter office is closing. Oh boy. As someone says, I think it's Norman. The dead letter office is dead. Dead. <laughs> classic Norman. <laughs> classic, classic Norman. So the four go to the the mailbox bar. <laughs> Did this have a name? Uh, the postal bar. I think it was just called the postal bar. It said pub and restaurant. Yeah. 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 Um, and Rita asks Norman to dance, and he's like, no, no. Can we just play shuffleboard, shuffleboard. instead? <laughs> the most random thing. <laughs> Who replaces dancing with shuffleboard? Also, yeah. which, what kind of bar has shuffleboard in it? <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> like pool table, sure. You know, shuffleboard. Okay. Yeah. Um, and this is where we really find out a lot more about Oliver and, and his, his wife. past. Mm-hmm. Um, so we find out that two years prior, he was at the Postal Museum and his wife leaves him there. She has no name. We do not know who Mrs. Oliver is. We just know she is a jerk because she just <laughs> up and leaves him at the Postal Museum and... Flies to Paris, to Paris of yeah. all places, because the logic says, hey, I live in Denver. I'm going to Washington, <laughs> D.C., and that is the closest I'll be to Paris. So right. bye, y'all. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, and she does not say a word to him. He's about to call the police. Right. He's about to call the police and report her missing when she when he sees, sees the voice when mail. he sees the flashing red light of the message and i just went who does that I mean, what kind of oh ne- never mind i we're not gonna get into that because <laughs> i have too many words for her that i <laughs> will not allow myself we'll have to a say. whole movie for that later you know, we will exactly. <laughs> we will let's we'll, we'll we'll get into that in from paris with love But I thought this is another heartbreaking line when he says, I believe in keeping promises. This is after Shane asks, "Um, haven't you waited for her long enough? Mm -hmm. He says, I believe in keeping promises. After all, I am a gentleman. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh. Oh. And what's interesting in this scene is just how open and vulnerable he is because it's not like Oliver to just let's talk about my personal no. history and no. there wasn't really anything that prompted that story so I think it's really interesting that he is the first one who is open and shares about his his mm-hmm. wife before because right after Shane opens up and shares about her dad but I'm surprised that Oliver was the one who did it first I thought that was but really interesting. Oliver kind of prodded her Yes, he did. All, he Oliver about- prodded her and asked about the card and yeah. mm-hmm. that she has carrying around that 
Rita mailed to her. <laughs> In the Diallo. In the yes. Diallo. <laughs> yes. So we find out from Shane that her dad left when she was 10 and every birthday he'd promised to visit or something, but instead he would just send a card with 20 bucks. Um, and then this, the, I remember my first reaction to this was like, there's another connection here. It's very subtle, but like they both know what it's like to wait for someone who never comes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's mm-hmm. just oh, so sad. Yeah. Which ties in again to with Charlie and his situation of mm-hmm. or one waiting. of them, Callie, or whoever gets there first would be waiting for the other one. Yeah. And that's why she doesn't want to let it happen. Yeah. So um, this is when Shane has a realization that... I love this realization. Life is short. Life is short. Kelly has set up a website with all the pictures she took from that day with Charlie and the Bloodmobile bank that only happens in the park once a year. So they can prove that he didn't <laughs> he murder, did not the baker murder the baker. Because oh, somehow his wallet ended up on the floor of the bakery where the baker was murdered hmm who did that yeah. <laughs> mm, who did that indeed so they see the jogger the jogger did it and somehow they figure out that it's the baker's cousin <laughs> very who quickly inherited all the, the money, millions. money. So I thought I think this is another one of my favorite scenes is when they intercept the lawyer at the golf club <laughs> with the old twenties music playing in the background yes. while they're chasing him. It's just oh, it's beautiful. And I just want to know from the cast, like, how fast was Eric? Maybe is driving that thing? <laughs> it was just like, they're like oh. hanging on. And- <laughs> Can this thing go any faster? No, I'm trying. <laughs> so we see that charlie is released thank goodness dear sweet charlie is released he can go to the bridge and commemorate kelly on the date of and they go with him they do go with him we have to talk before we get to there we have to talk about oliver's speech that he makes while they're waiting for charlie to be released how he uh uh, hang on he uh he talks about his faith and or in that Shane has faith too, again, showing how they're very similar. And she's like, what could possibly give you any indication that I believe in God and redemption? And then he has that beautiful speech, which Eric Mabius is like the king of speeches. He does it so well. Yes. Um, And he says, well, if you don't, you should throw that card away right now. Go ahead. Yet it's still in there in your purse. You're hoping there's redemption in there. You're hoping that there's something more than $20 in that envelope. You're hoping that when you finally have the courage to trust that your father never stopped loving you and you tear open that pain you've been carrying around, there's forgiveness inside and hope like that, my dear Shane, is what faith is about. And it's like, and he calls her Shane and yes. not Miss McInerney. And not Cheryl. And not Cheryl. Cheryl. What the heck? Who renamed somebody? I know. <laughs> I'm going to call you Cheryl. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh. But you're right. Eric Mabius is definitely the king of speeches for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and going back to that, for the listeners who's never seen what um, Sign Seal delivered, um, Shane admits in the scene that she had always been a rule follower all her life 
never had a speeding ticket, never broke the rules or anything. But when she um, visits her dad in the hospital, her dad's very sick. They told her visiting hours were over and she said, okay, great. I'll come back in the morning. But unfortunately her father had passed in the middle of the night and he, she never got to make amends with him. So very sad. (sighs) Very, very sad. Um, so they escort Charlie to the bridge. We literally have seven minutes left in this movie. And they and give him a, a postables care package, which I think is so cute. <laughs> they they give him bagels and they and give the him sewing the, kit. And they give the, him the sewing kit and the and pictures the that they printed from the website. <laughs> you got a little care package for Charlie to take to the bridge to commemorate the the day. But it, I mean, like, that is so sweet because, I mean, he literally just got out of jail and he has nothing. Right. But at least he can have his memories. And so at this point in the movie, when y'all watched it for the first time, what were your feelings? I mean, was that it? Did you have any last hope or? No. I, I said, well, they solved it and he's out of jail. <laughs> Jess what about you I don't really remember but I think I must have had a little because I don't remember feeling like really like down at that moment but and they they didn't really leave us hanging for too long it was pretty mm-hmm. pretty quick uh, once you got released so we yeah tortured for very long <laughs> yeah <laughs> well I remember thinking that Kelly was been she was dead like she was oh, definitely yeah. gone for sure oh, yeah. I mean seven that- minutes in there's no time for anybody to make a surprise appearance but I was completely wrong because we see this girl riding in the, she does a quick, some chick does she a passes pass on a, bike. on a bicycle and then we see the postables watch her and who is it? When she, when she rode past on the bike, I just went, <gasps> you know I mean? I literally, I literally was watching the movie and I just, I just gasped and my mouth dropped open. She's not. <laughs> i know i squealed too i remember i think my face was like oh like i think i had my my hands on my cheeks like i couldn't <laughs> handle myself <laughs> and oh and mm, charlie's reaction just the the complete disbelief in yeah. it. kelly and then you 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 know he's he's hyperventilating (laughs) you've been in boston all this time yeah and he just can't take it anymore and he kisses her and it's so adorable so sweet (laughs) oh and that concludes the letter portion of this movie but it does not conclude the movie itself because we still have what's left for shane oliver Rita and Norman, well, as I spoiled about five minutes ago, the (laughs) TLO lives. They will now be taking all the dead letters from the Western and mid, uh, the Midwestern and Western regions of the United States. Yeah, they're promoted. Yes. They have been promoted. Um, And Shane also gets her wish. She had put in for a transfer to direct line operations and Andrea comes in saying that, Hey, guess what? You, you got it, girlfriend. <laughs> you right now. <laughs> yep. Right now you got like tomorrow, like now, five minutes from Two now. Hours. Two hours is what she has to report. 
Mm-hmm. And so Shane goes and gets coffee. And this is when we see her opening that card from her father. And you see, there are no words. I think the scene's just so beautiful. Like there are no words that she has to say. Like, Kristen Booth does an amazing job with her feelings and mm-hmm. her facial expressions, yeah. actions, opening the card, reading just it. seeing that emotion as she mm-hmm. reads it. We don't know yeah. what's in it or whatnot. But we do I know was, there's a 20. Oh, the 20, yeah. yes. <laughs> but not what I was seriously wondering if there was something written in the card. Was there something written in the card for her to read? Because I have done plenty of plays and scenes where there's supposed to be something written and either I'm staring at a blank page or I'm staring at something completely different (laughs) and people are trying to throw me off and make me break character. And uh, so it, uh, so, but I just have to wonder, was she, was she actually reading something or what did Martha just put in the script what she thought should be written there? Or did Kristen Booth just make something up in her head to react to? Mm-hmm. You know, we, yeah. we don't know. I don't know. Kristen Booth, you want to answer us on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> or if any of the postables know. <laughs> Kristen! <laughs> Kristen, we'd love to talk to you. <laughs> Hint. Hint. <laughs> very subtle. Um, very subtle. Kate. Yes, very subtle. <laughs> very subtle. I have a very subtle wink. <laughs> <laughs> well, Shane returns to the DLO with four cups of coffee and she says, let's get to it, guys. We have lots of mail to open. And Oliver says, well, this was very sweet of you. I found an extra $20 in my purse. (laughs) And so he knew immediately that she had opened the card. Very sweet. Very sweet. Very sweet. (sighs) And that is pilot movie, Sign Seal Delivered number one. Which we obviously all of our obsessions. <laughs> which we obviously can't stand. You know, we obviously hated this movie. Oh, yes. <laughs> all right, I have. I'm going to do three quick questions. Okay. First one, answer. Who is Norman a direct descendant of? Uh, George Washington's accountant. Very good. Bing bing bing. <laughs> what kind of donut did Charlie's boss want? Ooh. I don't remember. I don't. I don't Postables? Remember. Do y'all remember? I would really like want to know if they know. It was a cinnamon cruller. Oh, mm-hmm. right. The, or crawlers. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then yeah. my last question here, Andrea, we, ha- we didn't really touch much on Andrea, but she was the jerk boss <laughs> or jerk boss. something like that, even though Oliver's uh, grade level uh, is higher than hers. Yes. Which means he makes way more money than she does, <laughs> but she has the right to confiscate his coffee. I don't really There's know. There's a lot that. of logic there. Lots yeah. of logic, but Two questions for her. What year was Andrea Miss Special Delivery and what song did she sing as her talent? Climb Every Mountain. Oh, Cammy's got that one. <laughs> she, she sang <laughs> Climb Every Mountain. Uh, 1970-something. Yes? No. Was no. it like Was it in the 2000s? No. 
It was 19 something. I know it was. I thought it was 2000 something. No. It's definitely not 2000 something. But okay. you're pretty close. I would say you're closer to 1970. 90s? All right. 80s? <laughs> it was 1999. 1999. <laughs> I was almost there. <laughs> oh, and one more. Because Daphne this one's really... Zuniga's not that old. <laughs> no, she's not. This one made me laugh. Where did Norman meet the president of the Yoohoo Company? Oh, I remember hearing this, but I have no idea. Yeah, shoot. This is one of Norman's one of off the wall. Uh... Yeah, <laughs> We're I, I, trivia. <laughs> I, I don't know. I have right. no idea. It was on a bus trip to Mexico. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fine and postable trivia for you. All right, Jess, you want to talk about, you want to share what the postables have to say about this first yes. episode real quick? Yes, I uh, posted asking the postables what their favorite uh, either moments or lines from the pilot movie were. And here are some of the responses. Uh, we have Mary Beth who said, so when um, Shane left uh, the DLO saying she was gonna go get coffee or whatever and Oliver follows her, um, Rita's like, oh, that's so sweet, he followed her. And then Norman's like, followed her what? Like completely clueless. <laughs> <laughs> um, See, our friend Fatula also said the speech, the one that I read, that speech, and talking about, you know, what the faith. Um, Diane said, Oliver, are you in or are you out? Which I also really love that line. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Daylin said uh, the, the theoretically lines. She posted some of those little clips from the, when they said theoretically in the beginning. Yeah. So, yeah. So fun. We got. So fun. Well, this has been such a blast talking about again like i said one of the greatest series on hallmark ever um yeah <laughs> so we will be recapping the episodes week by week um and then the, we'll get into the movies when the series quote unquote ends um and then hopefully by that time since it'll be what there's 20 of these things 20 weeks we'll have some news about postable movie number Whatever. 11, 12, <laughs> the one after to the altar that we have all been waiting yes. for since 2018. We got to see Shade we, and Oliver get married oh, at the do. very least. At the very least, please. We just, we need a few more movies. Yeah. Several I agree. More. And we've had a very, very long hiatus. So. Very long hiatus. Mm-hmm. We are all looking forward to it. So thanks for listening. You can find all of us at the Hallmarkies Pod on Twitter, Instagram. Um, you can follow me at Hallmark My Words on Twitter, Cami. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Cami Drama Girl, Cami spelled K-A-M-I. On Facebook, I have the Hooked Hardy Facebook page, and my blog is hookedhardy.com. And yes, I do cover postable material <laughs> on the blog sometimes because there are crossover actors mm-hmm. from One Calls the Heart to Sign Sealed Delivered. Jess? You can find me on Twitter at jmbossy, B-O-S-S-E 77. On Instagram, I'm JessBSWBlog, or you can check out my website, BeneathStillWaters.com. Awesome. And if you like this episode, let us know. And if you're postable, we have special merch for you in our store. You can find the link there on our Twitter handle or on Instagram as well. Well, 
This has been so much fun delivering a podcast. (laughs) Deliver me a podcast. Deliver me a podcast. Name of our segment here with the Postables. (laughs) All right. Have a great one. Bye. Bye. Write a letter.